and welcome to another episode of H2O in the Know, a lively podcast where we'll take you into all things water, especially bottled water. I'm Chris Torres, your host, and in this episode, we'll explore some did-you-know topics, drawing on advice and information from leading bottled water education, science, and technical expert, Bob Hurst. So let's get started. It's likely that you'll learn some things from Bob here that you didn't know about H2O. Hello, Bob. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. All right, so let's get right into it. So bottled water is now the number one packaged beverage in America by volume. It seems people really have a taste for healthy hydration, but I've heard people say they prefer one type of bottled water over another. Can you explain the different types of bottled water? Sure, there, there are ter- different types of bottled water, primarily defined by FDA uh, the, uh, from a regulatory standpoint, but you know, from a consumer standpoint, there's spring water, which of course is spring uh, water that comes naturally out of the ground and um, uh, continues to flow even during uh, times of uh, withdrawal from, from the spring, usually extracted through a borehole uh, by spring water companies and so forth. And uh, it's very popular here in the United States. Uh, the second type is mineral water, which in the United States we're, we're unique in that we require that mineral water have at least 250 parts per million of total dissolved solids, which is mineral content. Uh, in places like Europe and other parts around the world, uh, it can have any any amount of minerals present and they can, they're permitted to call it mineral water, but here in the US we're unique in that it has to have at least 250 parts per million of TDS. Uh, third type of water is purified water, which is basically water that is, uh, say, softened and processed by reverse osmosis, uh, deionization, any combination of uh, treatment processes, which removes just about everything from the water. Uh, and a more popular type of purified water these days is p- purified water with minerals added. And uh, what they do is they add some mineral content back, primarily for taste and uh, it improves the taste of purified water. And uh, the final type of natural water actually is artesian water, which is water from an artesian well, uh, which is required to have a force underground that's pushing the water up above the water table so that when you penetrate a um, confining layer, as we call it in geology, uh, that, that the water rises up through the borehole to some level above that uh, that water table. And that's known as artesian water. So uh, those are the four primary types of water out there in the marketplace. Okay. And with all these different types of bottled water, what gives them their flavor? Well, as I said a minute ago, uh, it's minerals, mineral content. Uh, obviously with uh, no mineral content, such as in purified water, some people think the water may have a little bit of a flat taste. Uh, but uh, the more mineral content, the more flavor of the water. And uh, here in the United States, uh, uh, spring waters have some mineral content, which is very pleasing to the American palate. Uh, in Europe, some of the mineral waters there have much higher TDS content, which lends to more flavor. So it's definitely the, the mineral content in the water. Okay. And what about bottled water, water that uses municipal water as a source? Uh, purified waters in the United States are primarily waters that use municipal water as a source. Uh, they've become quite popular, but uh, the, the treatment that that water goes through is extensive. It comes into the plant, obviously, as any consumer would receive it in their homes. But we, uh, 
use a long series of treatment trains uh, to, to treat that water. You may start with uh, carbon filtration to remove chlorine, chlorine byproducts, and so forth. Then it may go into softening or deionization of some type, or what we call pretreatment, and then uh, process by either single pass or double pass reverse osmosis. Um, and after that, it may go through a final filtration step and um, ozonation and into the bottle. So it is treated extensively. Uh, there's either nothing in the water at all, or uh, some many times purified water will have minerals added to it, as I said earlier, for taste. And that happens uh, post-RO. All right. So let's talk a little bit about regulation. How much is bottled water regulated and who regulates it? Bottled water is actually regulated pretty extensively. Uh, primarily, the primary agency in the United States, of course, is the Food and Drug Administration. And they have uh, some pretty comprehensive regulations. And I must might say that the, uh, the new Food Safety Modernization Act uh, impacts bottled water as much as it does uh, many other food products. So we, we are uh, regulated under that, uh, that particular act and set of regulations too. Uh, FDA also has some specific regulations regarding bottled water, current good manufacturing practices. Uh, we have a standard of identity, a standard of quality and so forth, and um, uh, those are all enforceable regulations. FDA also has delegation agreements with all 50 states, and the 50 states uh, will come out and inspect the bottled water plant on an annual or biannual basis. Uh, FDA will inspect plants too on a regular basis. So uh, the states have full jurisdiction to enforce FDA's regulations within their own states. All right. And how does bottled water regulation compare with that of tap water? There's actually quite a bit of parity uh, in terms of monitoring requirements and water quality standards. Uh, the two are, are nearly identical. Uh, so, you know, whenever, and there's something called the hammer provision, whenever the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency proposes and promulgates a new drinking water quality standard, uh, the Food and Drug Administration is required to review that and determine its applicability to bottled water. Uh, with very, very few exceptions, FDA generally adopts anything that's adopted for, for public drinking water. So, as I said in the beginning, there, there's quite a bit of parity there. And can bottled water ever go bad? Bottled water really can't go bad because it simply does not contain things that other food contain that are attributable to spoilage, such as oils, fats, proteins, things like that. Uh, none of those are in bottled water, so therefore the water cannot uh, really spoil. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about packaging. So why do bottled water companies use plastic bottles for packaging? Uh, we use plastic because it's convenient, it's safe. FDA has determined it to be safe. Uh, it's inexpensive to produce and um, uh, containers of course are fully recyclable. So uh, it's a matter of the combination of those uh, factors that, that lead us to, to use uh, the bottles we use, whether they be uh, PET, polycarbonate and so forth. Do plastic chemicals from the bottle get into the water? Not under ideal storage conditions. If you store water at uh, room temperature and away from things like uh, gasoline and other cleaning solvents and whatnot, uh, bottled water should last indefinitely and um, we, there's really not a concern. Uh, 
in that, that area. All right. And why aren't plastic bottled water containers as thick as plastic soda bottle containers? Good question. Um, bottled water, generally still bottled water, does not contain uh, carbonation, carbonation being carbon dioxide. Uh, the reason soft drinks and even some uh, sparkling waters have thicker container walls is to prevent that carbon dioxide from escaping from, from the water. Uh, still water doesn't have that issue so we can have thinner walls uh, but thinner walls also lead to what I said a minute ago about storage that they, they should be stored away from uh, uh, fuels and solvents and things like that. They're somewhat permeable but uh, no, the, the primary reason the walls are thicker is to maintain the carbon dioxide in the uh, beverages. Okay. And what should people do if they have questions about their favorite bottled water? They should contact their favorite bottled water company. Uh, it's uh, they they have a lot of information. For general information, they can obviously go to our website. Uh, that's uh, www.bottledwater.org. But if they have specific questions on quality or treatment processes or anything else, uh, they should call the phone number on the label, and uh, or go to the website that that may be listed on the label. All right, and with that, this wraps up this episode of H2O in the Know. Bob, I want to thank you for your time today. It's been great to have you on the show. My pleasure. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in today. Be on the lookout for our next episode as we want you to be in the know on all things H2O. We'll see you next time. Music by royaltyfreemusiclibrary.com.